I cheated on my ex with her best friend. So when I started talking to my now ex-girlfriend, we both worked in a local grocery store and her best friend also worked there. Me and my ex hit it off really strong. We went on one date and then we went strong for about 10 months. During it all, I never really got out of my shell. She wanted to go out and see the world, I just didn't. That along with other things that led us to a rocky point, but we worked it out until her dad passed. During this whole thing, I was talking to her best friend, just as a friend, and I was honest with my GF and told her that yeah, I find her attractive, but I would never do anything with her. That was the truth until her dad's funeral. Her best friend gave me a hug and I felt something, and I wasn't sure what it was, but one night I was texting her best friend and she told me that she liked me, and I did a really stupid thing and started talking to her. Yes, like that kind of talking. And she ended up telling my GF and she was hurt, but promised that we would work things out. That was the plan until all of her family and friends told her to distance herself from me and she ended up finding someone else. But I really, really love her and I wish I could make this work because I want her back and I don't think she's coming back. This sucks and I'm gonna work on it, but I hope and pray that someday she'll come back to me because there's only one person in my heart and it's her and she won't even talk to me anymore. Am I the jerk? Yes, 100% you're the jerk, my guy. You had what seemed to be an understanding woman and then you decided to go after her best friend while you were dating because of a hug at her dad's funeral? She did the right thing by leaving you and hopefully she left that best friend too. I think my dog is gay. I support the LGBT community, but I think my dog is gay. He's a bull terrier, but every time we are out, he's always trying to hook up with other dogs and these dogs are usually male. I even remember saying to him once, what about that female over there? He literally never looks at female dogs. He only looks and tries to hook up with male dogs. Can dogs be gay? I'm not gonna lie to you, I only included this story because it made me laugh, I have no other input. I, 18 female, am scared that I might end up crushing on my friend's boyfriend. Before commenting, please keep in mind that I would never want to be in a homewrecker position. It's completely against my values. I'm a freshman at college and I have two friends who are a couple. Let's call the girl Lana and the guy Max. So I met them at a club because they were hanging out with other friends at my school. And they are in my school too. And I instantly became very good friends with Lana. Because she's incredibly nice, super funny, and outgoing. She's like a sunbeam. She always tells me how pretty and hot I am and that she's my dance partner at parties. I feel so comfortable with her. On the other hand, Max is a more cynical type of guy. Definitely not exuberant as Lana. He looks closed and introverted at a glance, but in reality, he's very funny and sarcastic. I get along with him too. At the time, I knew his girlfriend better, but I've been talking to him from time to time and we would laugh a lot. Now for a couple of days, I've been hanging out with them a lot more. I was at my school's bar and I saw Max and his friends. We started talking and we had so much fun. Then Lana joined us and I danced with her and we were having a good time. After that, I invited my whole group of friends over to my dorm to have drinks and chill. And it was fun. We played some Dirty Truth or Dare, Never Have I Ever, You Know That Song. I also danced a lot with Lana. We whined a bit. But what I remember most from that night was the instant complexity that I developed with Max. We realized that despite our different personalities, our temperaments and way of thinking were so similar. We shared a lot of common interests and we rapidly developed our own private jokes and gave each other playful glances when reacting to something or gave each other high fives for funny things. Anyways, I remember feeling happy that I made myself a very good friend. Especially when you have that instant connection with somebody and you feel like you've known them for years. Two days after, there was another party at my friend's place, and all of my friends are there, including Lana and Max. I pre-gamed with Lana and my other friends before going to my friend's place, and there we meet Max and our other friends. We say hi and play beer pong, drink, and dance. I was really throwing it back with Lana because we both love dancing, but the night that we spent at my place really had an impact on my relationship with Max. He was more enthusiastic to see me, more playful, just more comfortable. At some 
point, I was watching him play beer pong and he tells me, come on our team. I accepted, warning them that I'm terrible at beer pong. But he encouraged me and for the first time I scored. We were so happy that he hugged me. I was surprised because he's not touchy at all, but it could have been the alcohol. After that, we chilled in my other friend's room with the same people I invited at my place. I was sitting on her bed with Max, and Lana was on a chair talking to another girlfriend. And for the whole time I kept talking with Max, we got to know each other, learn new things about each other, and joke around a lot. Just how you get to know a new friend. But the more we talked, the more I realized how cool he was, how similar we were. Our connection was incredibly good. After some time, him and Lana insisted on walking me home and I greeted them and thanked them. I went to bed tired but happy. Now, this is where things get a bit tricky. I don't know if I've just missed that feeling of instant connection with someone that I've had in the past, but the last time I talked with Max, I felt that weird feeling. Like an indescribable emotional attraction. And I feel extremely guilty for feeling this way for obvious reasons. I've never acted in a disrespectful way with him, yet I felt like that connection being created right under his girlfriend's eyes, who is one of my very good friends, is so wrong. Especially since I recently learned they're a couple that are having a tough time, even though I know they love each other. I also know that usually when I feel this way, it either disappears very rapidly, or I become platonic good friends with that person, or I end up crushing on that person. I don't know what to do because I want to keep deepening my friendship with Matt, because he's such a cool guy. But I don't want to start feeling a certain type of way towards him because that would be very inappropriate. The whole time I was reading the story, I was like, why don't you just bring this up to both of them and ask them if they're down for a thruple? But then she mentioned that they were going through a tough time. And that's where I think this could get bad quickly. Personally, if the OP knows that she's never going to act on these feelings, I don't really see a problem. But this whole story just screams CW drama, and I'm waiting for the moment that the OP hooks up with Max because him and Lana are on a break. Also, the OP stated that they were 18. These types of feelings come and go at that age. I drew spicy furry art to pay for college. This is a throwaway account for obvious reasons. The title says it all. College is expensive and I have the talent to exploit, so why not exploit it? I see this as taking matters into my own hands. I am not a furry by any means. This idea started as a joke and devolved into a serious endeavor. Bring on the furry wings. I'm ready. All I have to say after reading this confession is make that money. My father has a hidden camera with over 150 images of myself and my kids. I sat with the detective identifying hidden camera pictures taken of myself and my girls. Easily over 150 pictures. I feel violated, angry, embarrassed, and raw grief that these pictures exist. I was told that these pictures were shared with other people. I was asked if I wanted to go through with pressing charges. I was told it would put a spotlight on my family and that it would be public. I sat dumbfounded and shocked. I felt as if I was being told to just let it go in the interest of my girls. The detective said if I went public, a lot of people would be uncomfortable as if it was my fault. I am not backing down and I am going forward with this, which is why I had to leave to a shelter. Yes, it's uncomfortable and downright disgusting, but I'm not letting him get away with it. This man distributed pictures that were taken with a hidden camera within the safe walls of my home. At least I thought it was safe. When I confronted him, he punched me in the face and knocked out three of my teeth in front of my kids. I've never heard someone cry so hard in my life. My son's face was beat red and I made the decision to leave right then and there. This man has managed to make me 100% dependent on him. This past week he found the shelter we were at and he's been sitting outside in his car trying to intimidate me. He even threw a brick through the shelter's glass door. We are not safe here anymore so we had to leave. 
The shelter put us in a motel two towns over, and after that, I don't know. We can't go back to the shelter for the safety of everyone else. Tonight we got checked in and for the first time since we left, we have a bed and each of us have a pillow. The shelter gave us a $20 gift card for food and we walked to a gas station. I got my three kids a hot dog and my son started asking for candy. I know that they are all exhausted from what we've been through, but I cannot afford to waste money on candy. Before I could redirect him, my daughter told him, no need for candy, we get bath. And I melted into a puddle of tears inside the quick trip. Having a bath is more exciting than candy. Even if it's only for a few days, it's an indescribable feeling. For over the first time in two months, I am back in control of our safety. No one has the key to our room. There are no hidden cameras. There is security if needed. I'm going to sleep like a baby. This story does have an edit. Put your pitchforks down, people, and stop downplaying my trauma to get fake internet points. Go be a jerk somewhere else. I didn't know I needed to post every single detail of what happened to me to be believed, and I'm not going to do that. The hidden camera was in the bathroom, which is a shared space. It has to be proven that he set it up. His girlfriend bailed him out today. Thank you to those who deserve to be thanked. After reading this story, I was obviously disgusted with the father here. What kind of person takes secret photos of their daughter and their grandkids in a bathroom and then shares them with people? But also, what was up with the detectives trying to say that people would feel uncomfortable if she went public? This is something people should feel uncomfortable about. I don't know. The OP didn't specifically say this, but I feel like this is a small town thing where everybody knows everybody. I feel extremely guilty about wanting to study abroad away from my boyfriend, and he doesn't know that I'm planning planning to do so. Two years ago when I met my boyfriend, I was planning on studying in the US and he knew this about me. We were going to do long distance and everything. Basically, he was prepared. But like I said, we were only dating at that point and he wanted it to work out. Anyway, studying abroad was canceled due to COVID. I was heartbroken, but kind of happy because I didn't have to leave my boyfriend. We decided to move in together just after a few months. And I started a new school, but I dropped out because I was miserable there. Then I took a year off to figure things out. We have lived together for a year now, and he is planning on getting a new job in another town. I was originally planning on going to school close by. However, I found out recently that I could try again with the idea of abroad. But my boyfriend has no idea what I'm thinking about. The truth is, he's very much more clingy than I am. He wants us to live close, if not together. And he wants to be included in every plans that I have. I get that, but I have to admit that I've kind of lost myself and forgotten who I am after the pandemic and gap year. So my concern is, how am I going to approach him about this? I'm asking for my part as well. In my head, I really want to go. But my heart tells me to start a life with him and be as close as possible. I know long distance is hard and breaks up relationships. I do love him, but I love myself too. I'm 21 and he's 26 for reference. This is one of those things where you just need to rip the band-aid off. If the guy loves you and knew that this was your plan before the pandemic, I don't see why this would be an issue. Also, if he does have an issue with it, maybe it's better to get out of that relationship now before you get any deeper. At the end of the day, this all just comes down to trusting your partner. I lied about having trauma. Within the last few years, I started getting these weird intrusive thoughts that I never had before, where I would imagine my friends or family doing things to me or harming themselves. I constantly can't help but imagine a friend unaliving herself or another friend taking advantage of me and so on. Things like that. For my entire life, I didn't exactly have people that deeply cared for me. Sure, I had friends and family was decent, but I just couldn't open up to anyone. I didn't trust any professional like a therapist or psychiatrist, and I didn't really go out of my way to find people that I could talk to. But recently, I found a person that I could trust, and I opened up to them about my feelings. At first, it was just me basically talking about how I felt sad and down. But then I lied about things. I made up past trauma that never actually happened to me. Those made-up events in my life always correlated with my intrusive thoughts. If I thought about my dad hitting me, I would tell him that my dad hit me. I don't know why I started lying in the first place, but I guess it was this deep down belief that I had to be upset about something and not just my thoughts. 
because I was upset. Every day was painful. Having to uncontrollably think about these things, this went on for about four months. I had made up this entire storyline about all these awful people in my life and how my life is basically the worst in existence. All these made up traumatic events involved real people that I knew in real life. Today I confessed to him the truth. I told him that I made up all of these things and that I feel really bad about it and I'm trying not to do it again. All of the feelings I told him in the past were real. Every single mental breakdown, every single vent, every single outburst, cry, they were all genuine. I do believe that I have trauma, just not the things I told him. I decided to stop lying to him because I do not want to base my whole life on a lie, even if the lie was based on the truth. He was the only person that ever cared to really listen to me and comfort me and not judge me and I wanted to feel honest. I told him the truth about two hours ago. He says that he's really mad, but he is more concerned than mad. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. I have been crying ever since then. Maybe because I'm scared that the only person that ever made me feel cared for in my life will leave me. Or maybe because of guilt. I can confidently say that this was the hardest I've ever cried in a while. But despite being really sad and clouded right now, I feel better. Because at least I told him the truth. I still have many problems I need to work on, like getting professional help, being honest with people, and solving my over-attachment with one person in the above story. But I think this is a big step. I'm still crying all over my screen right now, so apologies for the bad writing. I just wanted to share and hear some of your guys thoughts. This was a wild ride because I instantly thought this person was a jerk when they started mentioning that they were lying about real people in their life. But as the story went on and this person spoke about how they revealed the truth about everything, it made me feel like I just read someone have some actual growth in their life. I hope this OP does get professional help, but I'm glad that they're finally able to take that first step to bettering themselves. I'm still in love with the man who called me a prostitute and misunderstood me. For some context, I, 20 male, met John, 36 male, on a gay dating app in October. At first, I didn't know what his intentions were. I thought we were going to just hook up and call it a day. Then he had the idea of moving off the app and communicating via WhatsApp. I was like, okay. This isn't weird as I usually do this with other guys who seem somewhat normal. 
Anywho, I had no clue he was taking this in the direction of I might want to date this guy sort of thing. We had great chemistry and talked about our lives, hobbies, families, and dealing with the culture and ethnicity as a gay man. I, a 20-year-old college student, work at a local bathhouse in my city. For those who are unfamiliar with what a bathhouse is, in simpler terms, it's a private men's club where men go to meet other men for hookups. Anyways, we texted quite a bit for a month, with the occasional phone calls here and there. He worked a very stressful job for the government, and I, on the other hand, sleep until 10 a.m. I never told him what I did exactly, as I knew he might jump to conclusions, so I told him I worked at a gym. I knew keeping the truth from him was wrong, but in my defense, I wanted to tell him on the first date so I could clear up any misunderstandings or assumptions. Fast forward to our date. He didn't seem the most enthusiastic about our date. He was recovering from a sore back and was home all day, so I totally understood his crappy mood. He offered to pick me up from my condo, and when I got in, he started acting kind of weird and surprised. I even said, so you're not going to offer me a hug? I chuckled while saying this as I was being friendly and trying to break the ice. So we park his car in an underground garage, and right when we get out, he points out my height. On his profile, he said he was 6 foot. I'm 5'11.5". We wore the same shoes, ironically, so the height shouldn't have been a surprise. We get into the restaurant and sit down, just casually chatting. It was a bit awkward at first, as he didn't know what to say or seemed uncomfortable. As time progresses, we start eating, and he asks me what gym I work at. I was hesitant to answer at first, but I was like, it's not just a gym. Midway, he says, you work at a bathhouse, don't you? I was like, well, yeah, it's the only way to get through university. He was a bit surprised, and I'm not sure if he was joking or not, but he kept saying, so you're a prostitute, aren't you? Over and over again. I was like, no, I just work at the front desk and check people in and out of the club. I don't even see anything that goes on there. After this, he wouldn't make direct eye contact with me and kept looking around. He offered to pay for the date, but I, being a prideful person that I am, didn't want to make him pay for the $200 bill. So we split the bill. We got into his car and he drove me back home. There was no other conversation in the car besides him saying he had to go home and walk his dog. We reached my condo and I'm like, so this is it? He didn't know what I meant, but I was expecting a kiss, silly me. Nothing happened, I gave him a side hug in his car and said goodbye and walked into the lobby. Fast forward a couple days, he didn't really talk about meeting up again. His responses were delayed by hours from one another, and his messages were very vague. Until one day, he just stopped responding to my messages. I waited for a couple of days and sent him an essay of messages of how I felt and how he ghosted me. His response was, As adults, we have to become comfortable with life and with things that don't work out in our favor. Just a lot of bullcrap trying to defend his ghosting. It's been four months now and I still haven't gotten over him. I used to obsess over his WhatsApp profile and listen to his voice notes that he has sent me. But then I got a new phone and it cleared all the chats. I went back on the app and somehow he finds me and blocks me instantly. I don't know why I miss him or I'm obsessing over him. He played me with his sweet words and toyed with my emotions. I feel stupid, super stupid. I'm starting to regret a lot of things, especially moving to the big city. If I had not moved here, none of this would have happened and I would have not met him. I'm not sure what to do. I can't afford therapy and I come from a family that love is based on conditions and criterias. My heart still beats for him, but my brain tells me to get over him. He screwed me and my emotions up. Any tips would help. I used to think heartbreak was stupid and not real until I actually encountered it. This story reminds me of being young and experiencing my first ever heartbreak. It sucks and when you don't get the ending you want, you often feel like there's this empty hole inside of you. All I can say is from experience, 
in time, this OP will feel better and hopefully find someone who truly cares about them. I don't believe anything on a spiritual level. As the title says, I don't believe in ghosts, God, Jesus, Satan, or other things considered to be on a spiritual level, but I do not attack people based on their beliefs. But it's hard not to because I just get people pushing their beliefs on me all the time. I hate them with a passion, but never once have I told them your God is fake because I believe that every person has the right to believe or disbelieve anything without the fear of judgment or feeling personally attacked. I always wanted to cuss or fight anyone who thinks that people need God in their life to find happiness. I will never attack or bully anyone based on their beliefs, but damn, it's really hard when you live in a small Christian town. I actually 99.9% agree with the OP here. I can't say I've ever wanted to fight someone who was pushing their beliefs on me, but then again, I am a pretty outspoken person, so I'm used to saying what I think. But I do agree that it can be really annoying. But everyone should be able to have whatever beliefs they want, as long as it's not interfering with someone else's life choices. So that's it for today's episode. Let me know your favorite story in that comment section down below. Don't forget to follow on Spotify and hit that subscribe button if you want more content like this in the future.